All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It's May the 13th of 2021. Thanks for having us on this morning. Guess what happens in 10 days? Uh, in 10 days, that would be May 23rd. Mm-hmm. What happens on May 23rd? The only reason I'm saying this is because it's easy math. Easy My math. birthday. Oh, Kelly's birthday. Man, we will all celebrate. <laughs> it's on a Sunday, though, so you won't have to get me anything. Are you serious? I know. You're extremely excited. I know. You don't have to feel no. bad. Can I tell you the truth? Mm-hmm. I was trying to think what we could get you for your birthday, something that you need. Really? And yes. what is there? Do you have something specific in mind? Oh, no, I was thinking about the Wizard of Oz, and I know, you know, there's different things they needed in the Wizard of Oz. Oh! The Cowardly mm-hmm. Lion. What did he need? Courage? Definitely don't need that. No, we don't need courage. What did the Tin Man need? <laughs> Was it a heart? That's what you need. Was it a heart? <laughs> yes. I would probably be more like the Scarecrow. Which was? If I only had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody knows how to do that, if you can work miracles, we'd appreciate that. Uh, Okay, so as we go throughout the show today, I'm kind of looking at what we have coming up, and we have a cool guest coming up, somebody who wanted to come on the show. Uh, And it's somebody, if you remember, about two weeks ago, I came back in here and off the air, I told you, I think I want to be best friends with this guy. Yes. uh, yes, You remember that? (laughs) Legit conversation. So embarrassing for you. Why is that embarrassing? It just is. But you talked about his swagger. Yeah, he has swagger. You talked about how he dresses. And how he just has this, you know, cool, cool charisma about him. Yeah, what's up, man? He's so the opposite. He's the end. I don't is, know if he it? does that with his hands. No, I don't. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't do that. No, I don't I th- think so. I remember him doing that. Thing. I, what's up, man? Yeah. But it's kind of funny because, like, you know, this guy I think has like this swagger and this coolness, and I'm on the opposite end. So I thought maybe today he could give me some lessons. Just being in the room, he can maybe just help you a little bit. No, I want him to walk me through. Oh, it. oh. Oh, gosh. Walk you through his swagger? How to walk through a door and how to greet women. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stuff like that. Is that a good one? Well, I don't think he probably thinks about it like that. Oh. (laughs) Like you. (laughs) Is that what makes it not work for me? Yeah. Most people that are cool aren't trying to be cool. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh Uh-huh. So, Coach Matt Daniel, the A-State women's basketball coach, he's going to be on this morning. His story's interesting. I was reading up some of the stuff on his bio, and like he was voted Mr. Basketball, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm like, who gets that? That's huge. Yeah. State championships. Like all the stuff that you know you see in movies, and you kind of like dream of being that guy. He is that guy. Yeah. So he's going to come in today. We're going to talk A-State women's basketball. That's what he thinks he's coming in for, because that's what he wants to talk about. But you know how when you come but in for our we'll show. show him. Yeah. We don't talk about what you <laughs> want to talk about. We talk about what we want to talk about. Exactly. So, Coach Matt Daniel around 745 this morning. Uh, also, as we go through today, today is uh, May the 13th, Thursday the 13th. It's National Crouton Day. Hmm. We can celebrate those. Uh, National Frog Jumping Day. And I'm not sure if that means the frogs are jumping or we jump over frogs. Kind of like leapfrog. Well, it doesn't say leapfrog, so I'm going to say it's going to be the actual amphibian. Okay. But it's frog jumping day, so it's for them to jump. We have to tell them to jump. Yeah, we tell them to jump. You know who my favorite frog is of all frogs? On the count of three. One, two, three. Kermit. Kermit frog here. <laughs> and he's here. Do you think that Coach Matt Daniel uh-uh. would think it's cool that I can imitate Kermit the Frog? You know what? I'm going to go out and say, yeah, he, he will think that's cool. Yeah, just Kermit the Frog here with Coach Matt Daniel from Arkansas State. Where is Miss Piggy? Uh, also, today is National Apple Pie Day. I'm going to take that out of the podcast. Also, National Fruit Cocktail Day. 
The, that, that Kermit thing is, if you heard it live, you heard it live. Podcast ain't happening. Just saying. <laughs> Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1984. <laughs> and I love this song, so I'm excited about this one because I've often sang this one on the air. And when people hear it, they typically comment on it because it is so good. Uh-huh. So uh, 1984, Willie Nelson and Julio Iglesias teamed up. For the number one song in country music on this day. To all the girls I've loved before. Oh, traveled in and out my door. It's not your part yet. Huh? It's not your part yet. I'm glad they came along. I dedicate this song to all the girls I've loved before. All right, here you go. To all the girls I've loved Wrong words. Y'all, he is swaying. Because I like this one. Number one song, Kelly. And it just carried me away. Memories of 84. <laughs> to all the girls who shared my life. There you go. Who now are someone else's wife. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad they came along. <laughs> I dedicate this song. To all, all the, the girls, girls I've loved before. 1984, number one. Stop, I like it. You can't talk about drugs. Give me a pencil, please. (laughs) Take some notes on this one. (laughs) When the winds of change are blowing... A little carried away this morning with Willie and Julio. For the girls we've loved before, hello baby, who traveled in and out my door. We are glad they came along. We dedicate the song to all the girls we. What if our guest will sing this with me today? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I bet he'd pick something a little different. It would be a good one, though. I don't think it would be a good one. We're glad they came along. We dedicated this song to all the girls I love. It's still going. To all the girls I've loved before. There you go. <laughs> Willie Nelson, Julio Iglesias, to all the girls I've loved before. Number one on this day in 1984. <laughs>
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday morning. It's May the 13th. A-State women's basketball coach Matt Daniel joins us this morning at 745. He thinks he's coming in to talk about A-State women's basketball season tickets. But we're going to show him. He's really coming in to talk about how I can get some new swagger. <laughs> he's, man, I kind of nah. feel sorry for him. Why? Well, he just doesn't know what he's walking into. Oh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to happen today, Coach Matt Daniel, right around 745 this morning. And, uh, as wow, totally lost my place. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Man, lots of stuff on Ellen DeGeneres Mm -hmm. today. Of course, over the last year, we've heard about the toxic work environment. People have come out who have been on the set of the show, producers, saying, hey, Ellen's not real nice. She's not nice to the staff. She plays nice on TV. There's been talk about the television ratings and how Kelly Clarkson's show is is beating Ellen in many different cities across the country. And maybe Kelly's the future queen of daytime TV. Well, check it out, y'all. Ellen announced on her show that she is leaving. Her final season is the upcoming season. Here's Ellen DeGeneres. I am announcing that next season, season 19, is going to be my last season. Two years ago, I signed a deal for three more years, and I always knew in my heart that season 19 would be my last. 19 is a great number. First of all, the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote. Also, on the periodic table, 19 is the atomic number for potassium. (laughs) You may wonder why I've decided to end after 19 seasons. The truth is, I always trust my instincts. Uh, My instinct told me it's time. As a comedian, I have always understood the importance of timing and i promise you that we are going to have a fantastic final season it will be a season where i truly get to say thank you there you go ellen degeneres leaving daytime tv gotcha gossip on courtney kardashian and travis barker so travis already has courtney's name inked above his chest yeah, all right. right and courtney has made sure to make make let us know that her love for travis is very um real because she shared multiple photos and a video tattooing the phrase i love you on his inner forearm now it, she was the one actually tattooing she had the whatever it's called the tattoo gun yeah but how did they do that I don't know. You but can't just tattoo at home. I don't even think that's legal. Somebody brought the stuff over because in the picture she has this big spread of like the ink and the, they've really? got gloves on. Like it all looks clean and sanitary, but she inked I love you. And here's the thing. He hardly has any space on his body for tattoos. Yeah. So she had to like ink it over something else. Yeah. Easy to hide. Would you let your wife tattoo her name on your um forearm uh no There's, no no and not just a, her name the actual tattoo process i just don't think i could do that yeah i don't think it's legal to give tattoos at home <laughs> i don't think you can do that i don't think that your license allows you to just to go to somebody's house maybe somebody came over and just whatever maybe she's going to get in trouble because of the pictures maybe, i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe maybe she has legal issues coming up but again that relationship yeah. seems to be pretty red hot mm-hmm. right now Hey, got your gossip on Chrissy Teigen. She has had to issue a public apology to Courtney Stodden. So if you remember Courtney Stodden, she was, a number of years ago, she became famous because she was 16 and she was marrying a 50-year-old, right? Mm -hmm. People kind of looked at it like, what is happening? He's old enough to be her dad or grandfather. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people thought it was weird, including, uh, including Chrissy Teigen, who has evidently said some really mean stuff publicly and even worse stuff through DMs. 
So Courtney Sodden has talked about this recently and basically says she still has the DMs and that Chrissy Teigen's not real nice. So Chrissy felt like she had to address it. And she says that she's mortified and sad at who she used to be. She says she was insecure. She was an attention-seeking troll. And she's ashamed and embarrassed at her behavior. Uh, but she's really ashamed of how she made Courtney feel. Wow. She says she's working to be better. She works hard to give people joy. And uh, she wants people to enjoy her on social media. And she feels that the pain she's having to go through now, knowing that you know she did this to someone else, is unbearable. So... Chrissy Teigen with the public apology to Courtney Stodd. Got you gossip on a popular little show called This Is Us. So it's about, if you've never seen the show, it's about the lives and families of two parents and their three kids and the show Time Hop. So you see the main characters go through each stage of life. Okay, so yep. as an adult. Um, so there's sad news for fans of the show. This Is Us will be coming to an end after its sixth season, which will likely premiere this fall. So the show got a three-year renewal, renewal back in 2019, but there was probably still an understanding that it wasn't going to go for a long time because the creator, Dan Fogelman, said that he had been hinting that the show would end around season six for several years, and he has. Yeah. Um, but this means that we only have about 20 episodes left of the highs and lows and heartbreaks of uh, life with the Pearson family. Well, and the good thing about this is I typically don't watch any show until it's over. Uh-huh. You Maybe know, like, you'll finally watch it. I never watch a show when it's trendy. Right. So, it's so good, though. Yeah. Kelly cried to it just the other night. Yeah. Like the I whole show. Every week they, they play it. So this is us coming mm-hmm. to an end with season six. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And this is American Idol. I always thought that should be my gig, but anyway, <clears throat> there's some news out on Idol today. If you've been following the season, you've probably seen Caleb Kennedy, right? He was the guy who got to perform with Jason Aldean a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Caleb Kennedy with Jason Aldean sounds like this. It's just a bunch of square corn fields and wheat farms, man. It all looks the same. That's Caleb. Last month, he was on top of the world. He was on stage with Jason Aldean. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. And now, all of a sudden, Caleb has had to officially withdraw from American Idol. He's no longer on the show. So, evidently, there was a video that surfaced that he shot back when he was younger. And it looked like he was about 12 in the video, according to what we found out. But some insensitive stuff was in there, including a a video of somebody who looked to be in a, a KKK outfit. He says he was young and he's not like that. They were just kind of reenacting a movie, but whoever got the video out there put it out. Of course, it's tough to to keep going when something Mm -hmm. like that comes out. Caleb took to his social media to say, and I quote, Hey, y'all, this is going to be a bit of a surprise, but I'm no longer going to be on American Idol. There was a video that surfaced on the internet and it displayed actions that were not meant to be taken in that way. I was younger. It did not think about the actions, but that's not an excuse. I want to say sorry to all my fans and everyone who I have let down. I'll be taking a little time off social media to better myself. He says he knows he's gone on to hurt and disappoint people, but he's going to work on himself and he apologizes. So if you're a fan, Caleb Kennedy has stepped down from American Idol. Another thing I was reading this morning, and this makes me think we have completely done the wrong thing for a living. 
<clears throat> Forbes magazine has come out with the highest paid athletes in the world. And I would have thought, <clears throat> you know, it's a football player, basketball player, right? Number one athlete, highest paid athlete in the world <clears throat> over the last year was UFC star Conor McGregor. Wow. $180 million in a year. Like, that is wow. absolutely mm. insane. So Conor McGregor's number one. Uh, Lionel Messi, a soccer player's number two, $130 million. Number three, the underwear guy, Cristiano Ronaldo, he plays soccer too. He's 120. And then Dak Prescott from the Cowboys has $107.5 million. LeBron comes in at number five with the NBA uh, number of $96.5 million wow. a year. That's crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. But if you look at this, like consider Tom Brady, Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? A lot of people think the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady made $76 million bucks in the last year. And Conor McGregor made $180 million. That right there. That's crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So it's official. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2021 has been announced. And I thought we'd run through uh, the people who are inducted, at oh, least some yeah. of them, some of the bigger names that most people are going to know. Uh, congratulations to Jay Z. He's going in. I'm sure that means Beyonce is going to be there too. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, welcome to the class, LL Cool J. Carol King has made the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Go-Go's have made the list this year. Also, congratulations to Tina Turner, who I can't believe isn't in yet. What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? And finally, Dave Grohl. He's going in for the second time. He went in with Nirvana, and now Dave Grohl goes in with the Foo Fighters. I'm a fan of the Foo Fighters, man. They're good. My favorite, though, is the song My Hero. The Foo Fighters to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the class of 2021. This is My Hero. He's so congratulations again to Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. So 
good, man. That's a good list of people. Sitting here, I like that kind of music, right? I think I'd be afraid to go to the concert. Like, people would all be tougher than me. They would. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but still, congratulations to the new class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 40-year-old Melanie from Port St. Lucie, Florida, was driving drunk after she went to a bar with some friends. She ended up crashing into three parked cars on her way home. And after the third one, her own car caught on fire. But luckily, the cops put it out. Well, when they asked her if she'd been drinking that night, she explained that she had just left a bar where she was supposed to be the designated driver. Quit my game laugh. It doesn't sound like anyone else was in the car with her. <laughs> so apparently, uh, she left her friends behind. And she was supposed to be the designated driver. That is not a good one. No, it was not a good one. Uh, also, the police found an empty bottle of whiskey in the front seat, a brand new uh, thing of Kentucky bourbon called Rebel Yell. So she got in some really bad trouble. Her car was also totaled. And in the, her mugshot, she had a serious cut on her face. Oh, wow. That's yeah, I know. Well, she's facing DUI charges. And speaking of going to the bar with friends... A mushroom walks into a bar and orders a drink, but the bartender yells at him before he stinks up and says, I don't want you to stink up. <laughs> I just want to do this day over. <laughs> Let me start that over. What? A mushroom walks into a bar and orders a drink, but the bartender yells at him to get out before he stinks up the place. Right. The mushroom looks like he's upset and he says, why? I'm a... <laughs> I'm a fun guy. <laughs> that joke was given to me by Brandon. <laughs> Don't say that. That is not true. <laughs> and there's even more proof. I'm really sorry, guys. I'll do better tomorrow. That people are crazy. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly is a little bit uh, a little bit bothered right now by an animal because as as we've kind of realized over the years, Kelly has this weird obsession with trying to train and calm animals that are untrainable and uncomfortable. I'm not sure why she does it. I don't either. Well, I wanted to be a veterinarian, but um, there's just certain things that did not allow that to happen. Like myself. Yes, I was going to (laughs) say. Like my own self. Yes. Um, But so outside of our karate school, there is this this pair of pigeons. Okay. And they remind me. I'm not going to say that. That'll date me. But they go ahead. Tell me. They have been at our building for almost two and a half years and they live up in our martial arts science. Okay. Oh, they live there. They live there. They pay rent. Basically. I wish they did. Yeah. Uh, But so they've lived there for at least two years. And like every time I, I go in and out, I go. And they'll kind of look at me, whatever. So I kind of, whatever, talk to them. You have a rapport with the pigeons. I do. I do. And um, so I was leaving. Well, a little girl came in yesterday and she was like, Miss Kelly, Miss Kelly, there's there's a a bird that's hurt. And I was like, oh, no. And before, uh, several months ago, my son and I were there and this huge hawk came down and we saw him pick up. Uh, another pigeon and take it off. Yeah. So I thought maybe oh. it had been like a hawk had come in and, and done whatever. So I go out there and look, and the pigeon is sitting on our bench right right outside. It's perched up on the bench. Mm-hmm. So I go over to it, and I just kind of put my hand out. And by the way, I had a towel. I put my hand out, and it let me pet it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's something wrong with it. And so when you I— You pet a pigeon? He let me. Okay. 
So I was like, they're dirty oh, birds. My. I know. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't licking the pigeon. Who touches a pigeon? Well, me. And so, and then I kind of pushed it to see if it would, you know, move. And you could tell that there was something wrong with his wing. Mm. Well, later on that night, I found out that it had flown into the window. And one of our instructors was like, I was trying not to pay attention so the kids wouldn't get upset. But he saw it fly into the window. Oh, that's sad. So either it hurt its head or it hurt its wing. And so I took a box out there (laughs) and I I put it because it kept trying to get back up to the martial arts sign and it couldn't. And I was like, there's going to be a hawk or some kind of animal that's going to come tear this up in front of children coming to do martial arts inside of (laughs) it. Yeah. So I got a box and a towel, and I kind of scooped it into the box. And let me tell you, it was scared. I have never seen so much bird poop in my life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and so I put him in the box, and he couldn't get out of the box. And then I took him over to, like, this field and turned it over so, like, uh, people couldn't – not people, but birds wouldn't be able to prey upon him yeah. so, like, he could be safe. Yeah. And then before I left – he was perched outside on the fence, like he had gotten up on the fence. So, like he was still alive. That's awesome. So today, when I go back, oh no, fingers crossed. Oh no, my pigeon will be there. But it's so sad because there's two of them, and no, they're yeah. like they're buddies, Bloody and they've pigeons. been together forever. Yes, they'll fly to the light together. They'll come back. They'll fly. And so I'm like, if this pigeon, if something happens to it, or the other pigeon sees it taking off with a hawk. It's going to be really sad. Well, it's going to be heartbreaking for the pigeon. So me and several of the kids were um, checking on the pigeon all night long, making sure it was okay and still there. Let us know. It was a big deal. Keep us posted on that. The because, pigeon. Yeah, I want to make sure the pigeon is okay. Will you post a picture of your pigeon later today? <laughs> if I can find a picture of the pigeon, yes. All right, later today, Kelly's Instagram. I'm sure they can't wait. Kelly Perry on the radio. No one wants to see a pigeon. Why not? (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, May the 13th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Peyton Grimes, who celebrates today. Hannah Staten of Stuttgart. Happy birthday, Jonathan Kellett of Jonesboro celebrates. Happy birthday from Paxton. Justin Mosen of Pocahontas has a birthday today. Stephanie Morris from Bay. Meredith Jeter. Of Stuttgart, Emily Reed in Carlisle celebrates. Jill Mask of Wynn, Amanda Foster of Jonesboro celebrates today. Hannah Meyer of Stuttgart, happy birthday. And Justin Weston of Bono celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Debbie Ryan is 28, the star of Disney Channel's Jessie. And then she's also on the Netflix series Insatiable. Yep. Like a party every day. No, legit, it's one of my favorite shows on Disney. I watch a lot of Disney. Yeah. So happy birthday to <laughs> Debbie Ryan Jesse, who celebrates today. Happy birthday today to Morgan Wallen, who is 28. Oh, how about this? One? I love you more than a California sunset, more than a beer when you ain't funny. 
rough year, but he's working hard mm-hmm. to try to get better. So uh, we hope he does. Yeah. We hope everything uh, works out for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does the work that he needs in his own life to get better. But yep. Morgan Wallen celebrates his birthday today. Robert Pattinson is 35. Of course, that's Edward from Twilight and your next Batman. Lena Dunham is 35 from the show Girls. Stephen Colbert is 57 from The Late Show. Dennis Rodman is 60 today. Stevie Wonder is 71 today. Ooh, can I do some Stevie Wonder? Yes. You know I like some Stevie Wonder. That's good stuff right there. Stevie Wonder celebrating his birthday today. What about this one? You ready? I'm not superstitious. I'm only stitious. <laughs> there you go, Michael Scott in the house. Stevie Wonder celebrating his birthday today. I just called. Just call. To say. To say. I love you. I just called. Stevie Wonder, 71 to today. And a big happy birthday today to Darius Rucker, who's 55. The only thing on my agenda is beers and sunshine. Bonfires in summertime. Back porch nights in South Carolina. Ain't nothing finer than me and my girls dragging over them Darius Rucker, his birthday is going to be all right. Over my head. The woman I love laying in my bed and it's all right. Darius Rucker, 55. He's one of my favorites. Don't think I don't think about it. Don't think I don't have regrets. Don't think it don't get to me. Between the work and the Darius Rucker, he's turning 55. We got a Here's some hootie for you. There ain't nothing that a little love can get us through. If you're my age, Hootie and the Blowfish Man, they were it. So if you're in your mid-20s. <laughs> right? I mean, come yeah. on now. Uh-huh. You're going to call me awful. I only want to be with you. Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish. I said it, I don't care. I just run my hair. What do you do? You just, just let her cry. Let her tears fall down like rain. Let her sing. Hey, that's good stuff, right? Yeah. Let her The sun comes up tomorrow. Let her be. Let her be. Darius Rucker celebrating his birthday today. He's turning 55. I got a hand for you. The best 
birthday goes out to my good friend, mm-hmm. Darius Rucker, who turns 55 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all. Thanks for having us on this morning. We appreciate you listening to us. And as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So the world of country music is headed to Las Vegas. A couple of big residencies have been announced for the theater at Resorts World in Las Vegas, which is a facility that looks ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about the two big country stars who are going out there. Number one, Luke Bryan. So Luke's going to Vegas. Also going to Vegas at the same place, Resorts World, is Carrie Underwood. All those dates, if you go to our blog, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog, they're all up there. If you want to go see Luke, if you want to go see Carrie, dates are on the blog today. So it's just announced that Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini are going to co-host the 2021 CMT Music Awards set for June 9th. Kane says he's super excited because it's the first industry award that he won. And getting on that stage was an amazing feeling. And he loves the fact that fans are able to uh, to vote and have their voices heard. Uh, nominations for 2021 CMT Music Awards are going to be announced later this morning. And of course, the performers and presenters will all be an- announced at a later date. But 2021... CMT Music Awards are going to be June 9th, again, hosted by Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini. And Kelsey Ballerini, is re, uh, she's been recording a video with Kenny Chesney at home in Knoxville. The Half of My Hometown video that's supposed to drop later on today. Half of my hometown still hanging around, still talking about that one touchdown. They're still wearing red and black, go I think it's cool because she really did go back to her hometown to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that video comes out at two o'clock today if you're a fan of Kelsey Ballerini. So also news today on Florida Georgia Line. If you love your country, Florida Georgia Line is going to be doing one of those drive-in shows and cinema shows. So basically you can watch the concert at a drive-in theater or at a cinema. A number of different places you can go to see this around uh, our area includes uh, let's see here. What was it? Fayetteville mm-hmm. Mountain View has a spot. You can go and do that. And also in Memphis, I think it's on Summer Avenue. So uh, different spots. Again, it's Florida Georgia Line. Nelly's going to be there. Chase Rice is going to be there as well. And if you're a fan of their music, you can go and watch them at that performance. Uh, June the 12th is the date of the show. If you want more info on that, it's also up on our blog today. It seems like concerts are finally getting rescheduled and put on the calendar again. And Garth Brooks just announced that he has added Lincoln, Nebraska to his stadium tour dates. I announced that yesterday. So it's Lincoln's Memorial Stadium on August 14th. Garth Brooks back on tour. She knows his loves in Tulsa. She knows he's gonna go. Well, it ain't no one flesh and blood. It's that damned old rodeo. Oh, well, it's bulls and mud. It's the dust and mud. It's the roar of a Sunday crowd. Garth Brooks in Nebraska. You know now I'm not a man who's ever been insecure about the world I've been living in. 
I don't break easy. I have my pride, but if you need to be satisfied, I'm shameless. Garth in Lincoln. Sometimes I thank God. I mean, for unanswered prayer. It's the greatest concert experience you'll ever have. I will sail my vessel. I mean, we just go Killing through these hits, right? Think about that. If tomorrow never comes. Garth says he wants people to go back to the shows and have fun. Will she know how much I love Get back her. to normal life with your friends. I toasted you said, honey, we may be thrilled. You'll never hear me complain. Because I got friends in and if you love Garth and you want to see him live in Lincoln, he'll tell you his favorite song to perform live. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, should I do it? You should. To all the Samanthas? I know people wait for this. For me to serenade the Samanthas. Yes. Samantha's prepared to be serenaded. Hello, Samantha, dear, I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But until then, I spend my money up right down to my last time. It's Garth Brooks, Lincoln, Nebraska. What is it, 50, 60, 70,000 fans? August 14th. Tickets go on sale next Friday morning. Garth Live. Lincoln Memorial Stadium, Lincoln, Nebraska. The concert experience of a lifetime. favorite song to play live. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we have a special guest who has made it into the room this morning. He is the head coach of the women's basketball team at Arkansas State University. Welcome back to the show, Coach Matt Daniel. What's up, man? It's uh, it's good to be here. You know, Thomas Thomas Rhett, I saw that on the screen. I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning the radio business Come this on. morning. <laughs> Just in case. I uh, I don't know a lot of musicians or artists, right. but I will tell you that like that song was really good to me. Yeah. Last time I was in here, you asked me about you were going to meet some oh, female in person. Oh, it was Janet oh. Kramer. Was Janet, Janet Kramer. Yeah. It was. Dude. And I was like, man, I don't know. Because you were, you were like, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Yeah. And I, I was, I couldn't relate to that. And uh, then you're talking about Garth Brooks. I was at the concert when he came to Jonesboro. And I, was it Garth's first concert ever? I mean, it was an early yeah, concert. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was like for a long stretch, <clears throat> it was the one concert that sold out what was the Convocation Center at the time. Mm-hmm. Because that was the concert everybody would talk about. I remember the time Garth came to Jonesboro yeah. and yep. it was a huge deal. Yeah. And, and so I just... uh I appreciate music. I love to sing, you know, like you guys singing along and I'm yeah. sitting in here and I got in here a couple of minutes early just to hang out and uh, I just love that kind of stuff. So so tell me about the Garth experience. You go there for the first show. Have you been oh, back um, since? 
for a Garth concert yeah. or for a concert? No, for period? a Garth show. No, 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 no. I don't. It's I mean, better now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I wish we could get him back. Can we get him back to Jonesboro? Oh, uh, if we put him in the football stadium, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. No, but it's like a nice football stadium. Mm-hmm. We'll turn on the waterfalls and get down. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we went to see him. We've I've seen him twice. Once in Memphis. Once in Little Rock. And I've never had that emotional mm-hmm. experience at a it's show. Unbelievable, man! Yeah. So I mean, we're about the same age, uh, and I, you know, Garth was huge in the '90s. It's a high school thing. It's a graduation thing. And we got there, and I remember like watching him walk out to the stage. And in that moment, I sat there. I'm like, why am I emotional watching this it's man just walk? Man. Yeah. <laughs> and the ability to move somebody—that's what it's all about. Yeah. The, whatever they're there to do, whether it's basketball or sing or radio show, that's secondary. Yeah. And uh, like I'm emotional now just kind of thinking about the, the ambiance. And I was little, man. Right. But it was so moving. Yeah. And, 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 and it touches you, you know, it, it touches your heart and it's deep down in there. And he's he's really good. Rascal Flats. I've seen Rascal yeah, Flats. They were really good. Yep. Uh, Kanye West. I fell asleep. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You went to a Kanye show. So I was an assistant at Missouri. Right. Kanye comes to the arena. We have a suite right. just as part of the deal. And man, I work hard. So <laughs> hang on. You can't fall asleep. I don't, asleep I don't, at a Kanye I don't sleep very well. So I don't really sleep at night. I kind of nap. I've established that. And and uh it was during one of the sets. I I was smooth out in the in the suite. Now you'd have been one of the guys though, if I was in my wrestling days, we would have been drawing stuff on your face. Ooh. Well, I want to make it perfectly clear. I was not passed out. I don't drink. <laughs> so if somebody touches me I with was, a Sharpie, wasn't trying to say it, is, it is on like Donkey Kong. I next week. Just, we're going to have to move some furniture around or something. But Brandon, right, your right. next question would probably be, was Kim Kardashian there? Oh, yeah. Was oh, this before Kim or oh, not? Oh, it was way before oh, Kim. Man, okay. I'm an old man. Okay, well, you're not. I mean, no, we're the same age, basically. You look a lot younger than me. If you're my age, you look a lot See, I don't think more so. fit and younger than I do. I don't know. Nah. See, I, I've been talking about this all morning. You and I ran into each other a couple of weeks ago, and man. legit, and le, but I, and we'll talk about that. But legit, I walked in here uh, the Monday after that, and what did I say? Matt Daniel is like the coolest guy ever. I said I want to be Something his friend. Like, that. like yeah. we have a lot of people that we deal with through the radio, but I'm like. He just seems cool. And then I'm like, how can I be cool like that and walk around and Man, feel cool? get out of here. Yeah. Don't, don't, my kids don't think I'm cool. Do well, none not? of our kids think we're cool. No, we had a conversation last night because, so Steele is eight. That's my oldest daughter. Right. And I'm an old dad. Yep. I got married late. And Brett is six and a half. Don't forget the half. The half is important. I'm 45 and a half. Gotcha. <laughs> and Steele is shy and Brett is not. Right. <clears throat> and Brett is so, she's the gymnast, the dancer, the entertainer, and Steele's so reserved. And right. She would be on The Masked Singer. Right. <laughs> so oh, nobody gets that. would own American Idol. Right. You know, or whatever. Think you can dance or whatever else it is. Sure. And um, we were just talking about, just cool out, man. Don't try so hard. And they were like, they were, they were talking about being cool. And then I was like, do you know who the cool people are? And they said people with good character. That's dad. Coach all day. Right. <laughs> right yeah. And uh, I was like, no, the people that just be, they just, just don't worry about it. Just be who you are. And uh, they were like, man, that's so cool. And I was like, no, that's not cool at all. Like, just, <laughs> just be you. Don't worry about being cool, man. Yeah, Comparison yeah. is the thief of joy. So, ooh, ooh, uh, that's good. Yeah. So I shouldn't compare myself to you. Uh, no, you should have much higher standards than that for sure. For no, sure, you do have like a. There's a cool vibe, and it's a confidence. I think that comes nah. with. No, I think that comes with sports. I think that mm-hmm. speaks highly of of what sports can give to to young people because I think we all have the opportunity to to you know we're formed and our parents influence us and all these different influences. 
But I do think that sports, when, you, when you're taught to play and to have that confidence, I do think that helps. Well, I, I wasn't taught to play. I was taught to – mine wasn't even be successful. I had to fight to survive because of my stature. I'm, right. You know, I'm still growing. Right. right now, I'm still I'm still growing. But <laughs> How tall I, are you? When I, I'm five nine, but that's not the area I'm talking about growing. Okay. In. <laughs> I'm talking about my gut. I got you. I got you. And I really want to play golf. Like I, I want to be good at golf. I want to spend time at golf. But my my kid, I'm not in that season of life. Right. Because every moment that I have, I try and spend with Jennifer and the girls. Yeah. And I'm also terrible at golf. Oh, I'm terrible too. But we could learn together. And my weight fluctuates. <clears throat> this is this is real. But this what, is real do, life. what does your weight have to do with golf? Well. It doesn't. <laughs> but if I'm going to spend time doing something, yeah. I need to spend time on my health. I'll get there first, yeah. And so I'm disciplining myself. I'm not going to play golf till I drop some weight. Gotcha. And I'm not dropping weight, so I'm not playing you golf. Can't play we golf. just we just we sold a house, and we bought a house, and our new house that we're moving into in 16 days is on the 18th tee box at Ridgepoint. Nice. And I am terrible <laughs> at golf. Right. But you got to learn to play there. Yeah. No, you Don't have you? to. I mean, you have to. Well, I mean, I don't know if you have to learn to play, but I, it's been one of my favorite houses in Jonesboro since I can remember. And you're at a point where you can have it. And we were we were able to 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 get it done. That's um, awesome. And so I'm just really happy. It's one level, so I don't have to walk upstairs much anymore, which is <laughs> no, a big I, deal because I'm getting old, man. No, that, see, it's not an old thing. Again, A-State women's basketball coach Matt Daniel here uh, is here with us this morning. <clears throat> Tell me about the family life because from my, from what I see on your social media, it does look like you're tuned in to the kids and to spending time with your wife. I'm not. I'm not tuned in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Uh, it is my number one priority outside yep. of my faith, and and I, I am. I'm a coach, and that is not a profession. That is a lifestyle. Right. But I'm a father first, and a husband first, and and I'm so I'm so blessed uh, by them and their health and uh, their support. And um, you know, you you talked about me. I mean, I told the girls I was. They listen. Oh wow, that's to awesome. you guys and and. Uh, Jennifer said, you know, daddy's going on with Brandon in the morning. Aww. And they were like, oh. oh. See, that's sweet. So, you know, yeah. it's so funny how things flip depending on change of perspective and sure. change of scenery. Yeah, they see you every day. Sure. So it's not as cool to see you. Uh, tell me about your wife because <clears throat> as I was looking mm-hmm. at, at what she's done, it's like you got a heck of a backup plan with the dentist, right? It's not the backup plan, bro. <laughs> it's the <a> plan. <laughs> it's the way to go. It's the, it's the deal. <laughs> it's the deal. Um, Where'd you mean? Man. Is it true your kids get their athleticism from their mother? So my my wife played. Oh, did she? Yeah, she played at Lyon College. Okay. I didn't know her when she was in college. She's seven years younger than I am. Right. And a lot of people think that you know when coaches you outkicked your coverage. That's the boy. You that's your best recruit ever. Right. Yeah. Little known fact. <laughs> right. My wife recruited me. Did she? I want to go on record, and she will go on record <laughs> Wait, saying that as well. How did she do that? Well, I'm going to tell you how. Okay. So I I do not like social media. Right. Okay. It, but you're on. You have to be there with you what you do. Be. I give information. I use it in recruiting. Uh, I use it as news feed mm-hmm. and I keep up with, with things like, you know, when you have your pointing, it gets Boom. me with the King. You got me with the King, Jerry yeah. Lawless. The other day he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to bother him. I'm like, let me just take you over and let you meet him. Yeah. Brandon invited me. He's like, he's like, Hey, have you ever met him? You want to do it? And I was like, no, I you know, I don't want to bother the guy, I'm, you know, and. But I grew up watching Jerry Lawler. I'm like, I'll get you to the front of the line, man. That's my coolness. I <laughs> yeah. can get you to the front of the line of Jerry and Lawler. And I'm so happy I did it. I was so elated after I did it because I was just like, yeah, I really, and, you know, deep down, everybody's like, yeah, I would, I would like to have my picture with yeah. Jerry Lawler. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have to pay for it. Like, how awesome <laughs> I, am I? I wasn't going to, I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but 
I really appreciate it, and yeah. I would have happily paid. No, no, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, you know, we donated to we donated to the Miracle League, and I was I was competitive. Yeah, you won in the stuff. Style. Oh yeah, no, you won because you. I timed. I was boxing out everybody right. at no. the silent auction. <laughs> I was no, this is true. I was this is true. Oh, yeah. Didn't you win something really cool? Well, I I don't know. I mean, no, it's cool. Joe Montana signed jersey. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I got a Bob Cousy signed check, <laughs> a Wilt Chamberlain signed postcard, a Hank Aaron signed telegram. <laughs> he is so excited. Wait, you got all of this there? I was jacked. <laughs> Dude, are you the only Peyton, one who won? <laughs> Peyton, May- well, they, they were they were also posted up at like uh they had a little little company set up. Yeah, trade it was a trade show. Yeah, right. So I would go around and I would pick Shaquille O'Neal signed jersey. You left with that too, Tony Kukoc, Peyton Manning. This isn't true. It's dead. Look, he true. looks like he's twelve. Excited. What are you going to do with all of it though? Now that you have oh, it, it's, 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 I got to frame he's it. Gonna gotta, look at I'm gonna it. I'm gonna put it in the new house in my little library study. Man cave. See, that's neat because, and it was funny because I saw him and he was there when I got there. Again, Coach Matt Daniel joins us. Uh, and I saw him and I'm like, wait, he's, st- I'm about to leave and he was still there. I'm like, why are you still here? Surely you've seen everything. <laughs> and he wanted to make sure that nobody was going to outbid him on stuff because he keep going back and checking to see what well, was strategy. up. Well, and what you do is you go look at something else and then you have the corner of your eye, you check. So you don't want anybody <laughs> to think you're going and checking the Joe Montana jersey. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I was you just play the game. And Bobo was like, Matt, you can leave and tell me what the dollar amount is. And I was like, no, Brad, I don't want to do that to you. But really, I didn't want to do it to me. I didn't right. want to put that pressure on somebody else. <laughs> right. Because he'd have been mad if yes. he would have lost. So he I, was there longer than our staff. He was waiting <laughs> to win this stuff. So I, I, I closed the place down. Yeah. Were you one of the last ones? <laughs> Absolutely. I carried it all out myself. And and uh, But like when we would go to Denver, we would, I would go to Denver in July and support Chauncey's Foundation, right. Porter Billups. And I would be, I've got Steph Curry's jersey, yeah, uh, cool. Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard from San Antonio, uh, Draymond Green, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. That's awesome. Dude, that's crazy. And, so it's and, a big deal for you to have the memorabilia. Not, it didn't used to be, man, but I really like that stuff. And Sp- Chauncey's supposed to get me, I want LeBron's shoes signed. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. And and I'm supposed to get that done. And so You can take your display just, out on tour. We can <laughs> yeah. take it around to the cities right, around right. here. So, so I'm really excited about the Bob Cousy check and the Hank Aaron telegram. Somebody said, congratulations on home run 715, and Hank Aaron signed it. No, that's crazy. That's cool, man. That's real wow. cool. But I'm going to put the picture with the governor in there, him shooting his jumper like his on social media day. Right. Jerry Lawler's going in there. See that? Yeah. What about the picture of the three of us that we took the last uh, Of course. That's going to be on the wall somewhere, yes. right? I, I will. I'm a, I'm a, I'll turn it into a paperweight. See? Oh. Dang! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I don't even know if I have that picture. I don't know. Other than it was a, glad I'm in we need, No, we need to send it. I don't know that I ever got it. I'm glad he loved it. I don't know that I ever got it. Um, but I'm just I'm I'm I kind of gotten into that stuff lately, and I don't know if it's because of my age or. But no, we all need something yeah. to do. Hey, can we go back? I want to go back to when you were playing basketball, right? So you're going through Jonesboro High School. Uh, and that situation, where when your father is a coach, mm-hmm. is that tougher on you? Because I would imagine, oh, it's a, it's a coach's kid. I mean, you know, did, did you have to deal with that? To be honest with you, I don't know because I don't know any different. So, and you wouldn't hear it? And it wasn't oh, something yeah. people would no, I, You know, I've heard things my whole life. He's only playing because his dad's a coach. Yeah, He only get, did this because his dad was a coach. But at some point, that goes out the window. Right. Because if you do it over and over and over and over and over again, you can say whatever you want to say. Right. Uh, I, I earned my keep. Okay, so Mr. Basketball of Arkansas, 1994. That's crazy. 
Is it? Yeah. I mean, how did how did that happen, and how did you feel? You're you're just I was, about. I, was, I guess that's your senior year, right? It was. Yeah. yeah. I was just blessed. I was blessed with great teammates. I do, I, I was 135 pounds. Oh wow! At five really? nine, when I signed with Colorado University of Colorado, I weighed 135 pounds, Jeez. and I played at 150. Dude, I thought wow. I was light. He was lighter than me. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, and uh, I just had great teammates: Al Herringer, Zach Painter, Ali Thompson, Corey Ross, Kevin Howard. Uh, just Kevin Ross, Zane Painter. We just had Daryl Walker. We just had great, great teammates, man. That that set us up, and and uh, we were able to win a state championship. We should have won it our junior year, right? And we end up winning our senior year. We we might have been a better team, our, or more talented our junior year, and a better team our senior year. Yeah. But I really wanted for that those guys that I was a junior with Corey and Kevin, and you know Corey's still around. Karan is having a great pro career. It's just wild to me though, because here you go, like you know, obviously there's challenges. Even if you didn't see it or know the difference, when you're the coach's kid, there is stuff with that. But then to go out in your senior year as state champs and Mister Basketball, like that's a pretty cool way to wrap up a high school career. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was great. You know, my brother was five years behind me. I was better in high school. Um, he became a better college player than I did. I actually coached him at Texas Arlington on the men's side when I was an assistant there. Um, and so it's just, I just, I'm so blessed, man. I'm so, I'm so blessed. Talk to me about the transition uh, of going from being an assistant with the men's program to all of a sudden being on the women's basketball side. Because like when I think about your life, right? Wife, two kids, yeah. women's basketball team, you are surrounded by women all the time. All the time. So how is that? Like, what's the difference in coaching? I probably earned team? that somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Full but disclosure. You think that's, is it difficult or, or do you not know the difference? Yeah, now? It's, 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 it's difficult every day. What makes that difficult? Y'all Science. need me to lean the, leave the room so y'all can no. talk. No, but real. I just wonder because, no, you know. we talk straight. We talk straight in my no. house. Yeah. No, well, like, like, um. Science and hormones and yeah. Yeah. them trying to be so pleasing, almost to the point of being robotic and scared to make a mistake. Uh-huh. And I don't want them to play out of fear or act out of fear. I want them to be empowered and strong. Right. I want the same way for my wife. So, so do you want to really talk? No. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. I right. Want, you tell me how you so, discipline okay. a guy. Disciplining teaching women could be mm-hmm. different than a woman teaching. A woman. So, so here's here's the thing. So, the best way I've ever heard it put, and it may have been originally from Earl Bell. Okay. Guys just, it's accomplishment versus approval. Mm-hmm. Guys just want to win, and women want to feel good about it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You could cuss a guy up and down, he's forgotten about it in three trips. Right. Up and down the floor. Yep. Female, could be three weeks. No. Or three <clears throat> years. No, yeah. 100%. And I see that with my wife. We had a little deal that, to me, was over in, in minutes, and for her, it took a day and a half to get over it. When I, and I'll tell you this, like like with my wife, okay, who's a godsend, Okay. She did. She chased me down, but she early in our relationship. He makes that real clear. I want to make it perfectly clear. You're I mean, right. I mean, is she it, could evaluate talent. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jennifer. I'm just kidding. Uh, she's she's a. I mean, whoa. I want to go back to that too. How she's she chased a, you down. She's a blessing. How does she chase you? Well, because you said you didn't like the social media. I, are you I saying don't. she was trying to to get up in your DMs and stuff? No, no, no. She, she <laughs> no. Get up that's, in your DMs. Is that a cool way to say <laughs> that? That was so cool. Slide into my DMs. Oh, that's what he is. That, see, that's what he was trying to say. That's that feels what, so 
tainted. I know. That phrase is not, you know, my mom may be listening to this. And, <laughs> you know. So it had nothing to do with the DMs. Right. She was just well, waiting so outside. So what happened was, well, yeah, she was, she was a groupie outside of a <laughs> women's college basketball game in Conway. <laughs> you were driving down the road. She was in the backseat of your car. You look back and there she was. Yeah. Um, she used to babysit one of my former players at, at Central Arkansas. Right. And I don't want to speak for her, but. No, we'll have her in. Without you. Oh, she, Actually, here would, she is. It would be a better show. <laughs> she's way more entertaining than I am. Um, and she's way cooler, by the way. Is she? If you want to talk about swag, she's got okay, it. Okay, I got to work with her. So um, she reached out to me on Facebook. It wasn't Match.com. It right. might should have been, but it was Facebook. And uh, I was like, yeah. I mean, I saw a picture and I was <laughs> no. like, I'm in. But see, I would have thought if it's a good looking girl and she's trying to message me and I'm single, I'm thinking I'm being that, set up. Yeah. This, so, this, so, so I've been, this ain't I, real. So at this point, I'm 34, 35 and I'm at, I'm absolutely thinking that this because ain't real. I've been down this road. This is one of your buddies who you're going to show up somewhere and they're going to be laughing yeah, I'm at twisted you. up, but I'm yep. in because it was a good picture. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see how it goes. I'm a gambler, man. <laughs> yeah. I like blackjack. Double down. There you go. And so I said, hey, come up to a game. And she came oh, up. Oh, because you feel cool at the game. He no, he's in his domain. No, that's what it is. He feels. He well, feels. I'm in the middle of the season. It's not about my domain. I'm no. in the middle. I'm working. No, you're and in I your don't domain. think it's real anyway. You're this in your lady is so beautiful, man. This can't be true, right? So she comes up. My mom's at the game. I put her with my mom. That's the test. Ooh, and it yeah. was on. We dated three months, bro. And you I proposed. Really? So you knew? Well, there's a lot of things that you, <clears throat> when you're 35. You know what you do need, but you also know what you don't need. Right. And so when at that point in your life, when you know, you know, right? Yep. And I knew, and we've been together for 10 years. But here's the thing. When, when we first met, Jennifer was reserved and submissive even. Right. And I told her, I said, listen, sweetheart, I love you to death, and I won't mean to, but if you're not careful... She was submissive at work and very, uh, almost like, this sounds bad, but like obedient. And right. I, I, you know, and well, I she said, wanted to please. Mm-hmm. She so yeah. wanted to please. And, and, and my, how things change. She, <laughs> no, now I'm she doesn't kidding. care if you're no, happy or not. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I told her early on, I said, babe, like, I love you to death and you're so sweet. But, and, and I, I don't mean this bad, but if you're not careful, I will run right over you and not even mean to. Right. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm an I'm an old dad. I'm gonna be an old dad. So if I go down, I want you to be okay and be able to raise the girls because I don't want some other dude raising my kids. No, yeah, got you. And boy, did we she fixed that. <laughs> she she flipped the script. Oh, now you know. I used to. I, I got married at 35. I guess it was 35. We're gonna be together 10 years in August. And I used to do everything by myself. Now I can't right. even order pizza. There you go. Oh, I know. Uh, Coach Matt Daniel joins us in the studio. We're going to take a quick break, come back more with the coach. We want to talk women's basketball. We want to talk about uh, what he's doing to try to generate uh, more season tickets and why it's so important for us to support the women's team as well. More with Coach Matt Daniel coming up on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A-State women's basketball coach Matt Daniel in the studio with us this morning. We're trying to learn more about him and the program and uh, I want to get cool points from him and, and have swagger and all the stuff. Basically, what I've learned today is just be me. Yeah. If, but if I'm not cool as me, I need to be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's so not go, it. I want to go on record that I'm not 
I'm not portraying that I am cool enough to teach or coach Brandon into being <laughs> no, cool. But Listen, I, I, was, I was out yesterday. I was trying to raise money. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. and I was picking up some stuff at the pro sh- uh, golf pro shop, which I don't know why I went in there. You can't golf. Because I'm not golfing. You're not in the I'm shape to golf. I'm, not, I'm right. I'm in a shape. <laughs> I'm in a shape. I'm right. just not in shape. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy in there and, and uh, he, he introduced me to one of his employees and he wasn't, it wasn't the store that I was in. It was somebody else. And I said, you want to you want to know the difference between you can tell when you're getting old. He had glasses around his neck. Right. And they were they were sunglasses. Right. Well, mine are connecting reading glasses. Oh, no, don't do it. And and uh, I can't so, believe your wife let you do yeah. that. Uh, and so anyway, it's uh, that's where I'm at. Oh, but See, like, what? he wears re- reading glasses. Show him your readers. Oh, oh you got to do it, bro. Oh, and that's a deal. It's, I've never had my eyes examined, but I can't read anymore. Like is that an, is that an Apple Watch? Yes. Can you read he it? He can't see his. I can see. Oh, you. What, what is your? I'm, I'm one point seven five on my readers. Oh, I don't even know what these are. What are these? They're like three. One. I mean, they're like I can actually see. But here's the problem: now when I take them off, I can't see. It's, it's even worse. It gets now worse. That I've seen yeah. the difference. It's not getting any better though. You might. Hey, listen. Opportunity does not tell time, and Father Time is undefeated. Right. Oh, yeah, that's win. nice. All right. So lace so, them up. Have you been? Uh, have you been to an eye doctor recently? Uh, I went like last year or something. They try to put me in contacts because I don't like glasses. Yeah. But let me tell you what I don't like more than glasses is contacts. <laughs> Was it hard? Hard. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Could you not? That, so <clears throat> so she put the mm-hmm. first contact in and taught me because, you know, females do it around their eyes, mascara yeah. and all that all the right. time. And I know this because I'm around females all day. Right. Sure. Okay. And she she put the first one in. And she said, okay, you're going to try the second one. I said, all right, I'll try it. And then I, I tried it and I. I mean, my eye was red, my eye was watery, and I got it in. And I was like, well, I might can see out of that hole a little bit better, but everything else around it is blurry and watery. It's I'd rather be blind. Right. <laughs> but our fingers aren't meant for that. I think we have bigger fingers or something. Well, sure. I, you know, I just need to see the stat sheet. Yeah. That's so really you, where I'm at on this deal. But the idea of the connector, I don't know if that's a good one. It's not It's not because the, the connector is so I don't have to find gla- – got glasses everywhere. Right. And I always set them down, but I'm on a court. No, yeah. So I'm not – it's not like I can run over the scores table and pick them up. <laughs> right. I can't put them in my pocket because when I'm – they fall on the floor. Or you're going to break them, yeah. So I'm just trying to be efficient, man. I'm not – You're not I, worried about looking cool. No. Because th- those will not get you cool points. I'm done in that race. <laughs> hey, I've seen your social media, and uh, it looks like you're going out and, and, I guess you would say, pounding the pavement, getting out there, looking for 3,000 howls, 3,000 season tickets for A-State women's basketball. Can we be real blunt and just and kind of open for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Like Always. It, not it, for a second. We can do that all day. But is that a lot for women's basketball? I don't know where, the, where we typically uh, That would be a great number for women's basketball. The number has typically been, you know, in the past – I don't know, maybe forever. It's been under a thousand. Okay. Mm. And I, you know, I have no problem saying that because, but my vision for what is, is not where we are. Right. You know, I I don't coach players for, I don't, I I try and get them to where I think they can be, not where they are. I'm not trying to coach this human. I'm trying to coach the one that's leaves me 10 years down the road. Right. And is a leader in the community. And the same, same thing. I believe in this community, man. It's not about basketball. It's not about women's basketball. It's about what I believe in this play. This is why I wanted this job. Right. You wanted to come back home. That's why I scheduled Arkansas to come here first. Right. That's cool. I mean, you know, I didn't schedule that game for me. Yeah. You know? You want to see what it looks like. I, I know what it and looks like. And you want to bring people here. Yeah. I want to do it for the community, for the state, for the university, for Northeast Arkansas, all the way down to Stuttgart, like we were talking, sure. you know, and, and 
Texarkana. I want it. I want everybody involved. And and I'm going to take it a step further. Okay, let's say you're a house divided, right. and some of you are Arkansas fans, and some of you are Arkansas State fans. Sure. I, I get that. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, people are raised like. But that. I will tell you this: if you're going to live here, what would the world look like, and the financial impact look like? If every person in Jonesboro that lived in Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas, had a Red Wolf decal on their car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. I mean, They're so intertwined. The economic yeah. impact, that regardless of what your your alliance is, right. this is where the money is. Yes. This is how we, we reinvent, you know, and, and reinvest in our community. And uh, I just have big dreams in that aspect. And uh, I'm not afraid to put that out there. And some people will be like, well, you, you know, 3,000 house, 3,000 season tickets. There's only 27 something in the lower bowl. Right. You know, so is that doable? I don't know, but I'm not scared to put it out there and put, you know, I believe in this place, man. Well, a lot of people would, would hit a number if the number is typically around a thousand. Hey, let's get to 1500. We can celebrate that we won, but this isn't about, I mean, obviously you want to do it for this season, but this is long-term goal. You want to get there where people want to come back and support the women's program. So two things. I don't know if we can get there or not this, this year, Yep. but we're going, I've never been accused of not working. Right. I've never been called lazy in my life. Right. And I really feel like I'm starting in day one. I was hired at a weird time. Then we hit COVID. We've not had a recruiting class without Zooms. So I really feel like I'm day one. This is what I envisioned from the day I hit the ground. So you wanted to be out there. Man. You want to meet people. Because the deal is, Mm -hmm. when you know your coach and you know the the human, that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you in and do more than just a basketball talk. It's connection. I want people to know you and know why they should support you, the person who is leading the team that we see on the court. Yeah. Uh, You know, so so many times around here, people will say, Coach Daniel, and if I'm with Dad, two people look. I'm just Matt. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, and and, uh, but we've got people coming out of the woodworks, man. We're asking asking 100 businesses in Jonesboro whether it's EAB or Chick-fil-A or sure. Academy or whatever, right. to buy 10 season tickets. Right. And then you give them to whoever you want to. Sure. That would be 1000 in itself. There's $75 a ticket. We're going to have 14, 15, 16 home games. That's roughly $5 a game a ticket. Now, where can you mm-hmm. go for that? For That's entertainment. Nothing. Yeah. And give us a chance to earn your business. Just give us a shot. And if we do that, like if we get to 3000 that's $225,000 in women's basketball season tickets. Right, that's crazy. It, that would be huge almost anywhere, right? Anywhere in the country. That's why. With the exception of, you know, maybe 10 programs. Sure. But And that's a minuscule investment for, so do we just want to sit around and talk about this thing, mm-hmm. or do we want to do this thing? And, and I, No, because I think, a lot of people will wait. And to, and, until and, you win. Yeah, that's the deal, because I've seen it. I, and we've watched it in recent years people with the men's hope, program and the women's program. People hope you win, and then they want to jump on it. Yeah. I want Late people who want to come help yeah. us win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and but here's the thing, it's not easy, man. But have you ever have you ever cut down a net? Like have you ever won a championship? Had to cut down a net? Matt, be real. I can't even shoot a basketball. <laughs> I was I was really talking to Kelly. <laughs> yes, I've seen people do it. <laughs> <laughs> have you done that? Mm-hmm. So you had to climb a ladder. Mm-hmm. They didn't lower the goal for you. Mm-hmm. If you nice. want to cut down a net, you got to climb a ladder. That's nice. You 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 got to. And it's not easy, man. And, and people are going to say, man, he's way too active. You know, spend time on transition. I'm doing that too, but our kids are not here right now. Right. I'm doing it all. I'm, we're, we're doing it all. Now, are we doing it well? 
I don't know. We'll, we'll judge judge me by that in ten years. Well, here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you out there and you're working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you're not afraid to work, and I'm seeing the work you're putting in because every day on social media, there's somebody else there who has uh, picked up two, four, six, ten tickets, season tickets to support women's basketball who might not have been doing that in recent years. It it, it all matters, and and we need. I'll hit the renewals, you know, here shortly. But but whether it's peer pressure and all the cool kids are doing it, get your tickets. Yeah. You know, whether it's me coming on and pounding the pavement in in radio or or I'm not afraid to make a fool out of myself because I believe in this place so much. Yeah, let's do it. You know, let's do it together. I, yeah, that's what's the point? If you can't do it together and you can't share with anybody, yeah. what's the point anyway? Well, a lot of times when I get to come out and I'll just say, you know, I get to do events for football, sometimes for men's basketball, but very rarely, you know, have I been invited to be a part of the women's program, but we'd love to do stuff with you guys. Sure. We would love to have the chance to get out there and, and you know, do game day stuff like right. I would for football with women's basketball and just make that experience great. It's about the game. It's about the experience because the deal is you're going to have some people who want to come there that are hardcore basketball fans. And you're going to have people like my son who is 11, uh, going to be 12, where it's like, hey, let's go to a basketball game. He's going to want to know what else is happening. Yeah, it's basketball, but we're also going to see this and this and this. Well, it's an experience. You're so, selling an experience. So you that's absolutely. What you do is at these pro events at an NBA game or a WNBA game, they go to entertain the fan, and then they hope there's a good game. Yeah, right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, sometimes you get it backwards. But, but like I told you earlier, the biggest crowd to ever watch it, an event in the arena was a women's basketball game. And, see, I didn't know and it was versus Arkansas. Right. And in, in that $75 – one of those were hosting Arkansas on November nineteenth. Oh, that's huge! So right that ticket, that ticket, too. that ticket's worth seventy five dollars in itself, mm-hmm. right? And so, can you imagine what this looks like? And yes, I can because this, that's all I think about. It's all I, while I'm not with my family, and sometimes even when I when I am, yeah. you know, full disclosure. But we get to go on vacation next week, and I'm excited about that. And then we we move into the house, and we get the team back that next weekend. I mean, our next twenty days are pretty packed. Yeah. But it's important to me, and it's important to my family, and it's important to our program that we continue to build this thing the right way. But I'm ready to build it, man. I'm, I'm, we had to change scheduling philosophy because of COVID. We had the timing of hires and recruiting, and and I'm as hungry as anybody. Let's go do it. So And let um, us help you. But how can we tell people? Let's say that it's somebody who's listening who hasn't supported recently. So how can the, they reach you? Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways. Um, you can call our office. You can email me. Uh, I would give out my cell number, but I don't think my wife wants me to do that. Don't do that. So my email. You don't want to lose you, Matt. We've learned that today. My email is mattdaniel at astate.edu. Right. And there's a couple ways you can get down. You can you can buy season tickets, whether it's through your company. Uh, so if K Fine wanted to buy tickets, they could buy ten tickets at seven hundred and fifty bucks, and then they do whatever they want to with the tickets. Um, but now that we're we're friends and we've exchanged cell, cell numbers, we I expect need, you to be there. We need to do this. Yeah. So. Um, but let's say it's 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 one of the big industry places. It's Frito Lay. It's High Troll. Yep. Hey, buy the tickets. Give them out to your staff. You're that's supporting. Right. You're supporting us. You're supporting. That's the exactly community. right. Now that's a that's a transactional fundraising because I'm giving you something in return. If you're looking for a write off, mm-hmm. you can donate to our program. We can get you a write off for your taxes. Yep. Uh, I'm not asking you to do anything that we're not doing. Um, we made it public last week. Jennifer and I we donated fifty thousand dollars to the Red Wolf Foundation. That's awesome. You know we're so blessed, but. I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. You know, um, that's tremendous. I didn't realize you, you had done that. Yeah. I was on the day of giving and, and, uh, 50 grand. That's huge. Well, every dollar matters. No. Yeah. That's great. But, but you know, and you follow your dollar, you invest in the things you believe in Mm -hmm. and, uh, we need it, man. And, and I'm, I'm not afraid to put my name, my reputation, my character, my work ethic out there. And I'll make a fool out of myself to try and get this thing to go. 
There you go. Looking for 3,000 howls for A-State women's basketball. If people want to find you on social media to kind of see what you're doing to connect with you that way, uh, Twitter. Coach Matt Daniel, whether it's Instagram, Twitter. Facebook. Facebook. I'm more active on Twitter, but I try and, you know, my staff tries to get me on all three. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those three, but it's Coach Matt Daniel. And uh, I'm, I'm getting text. I mean, uh, uh, I am getting DMs and tweeted that all the time for tickets. How do I get tickets? Yep. Facebook, how do I get tickets? And I'm taking a picture with everybody. Yep. Like, you know, if I have to take 30,000 pictures, yeah. I mean, if we did 3,600, okay, so I'll, I'll give you math real quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So if we did 20 tickets a day, okay, for 30 days, that's one month, that would be 600 tickets. Right. We're six months out. Right. That would be 3,600. Right. That would be 270,000 right. in women's basketball season tickets. Yeah, set the goal. So what if we get to 1,500? Right. Still great. What if the three thousand doesn't come for ten years? Cool, man. Just progress. I just want to. Pl- I, I play and live for hope. Yeah. And I'm tired of being stagnant, and that's not what I want. Because sometimes we'll see photos, and it doesn't matter what the sport is. Uh, you know, where you see the stands aren't that full, and you're like, "Where are the people? Why aren't they here supporting?" Uh, you know, what can we do to energize them and excite them? And I think that's part of what of what the new administration is looking at too. Uh, like, how can we get people to support not just football, but everything else. And I think that's exciting. I think it's an exciting time for Arkansas State in the athletics program because even though we had great success with what we've done over the past, the past uh, six, seven, eight, nine years, whatever it has been, uh, you know, it's always good to kind of go a little bit different direction, to have somebody else pushing you a little bit different. And that's exactly what you're doing to get out there and try to uh, get these tickets. So I've gotten really close to Butch, mm-hmm. and I'm still learning time. But I feel like I'm in the same boat with them. Even though I've been here for a couple of seasons, I feel like I'm still on day one. Because oh, you're brand of, new, yeah. yeah. So so I'm excited for what it looks like, but I'm ready to make it go. Just like I was ready to make it go when I got hired, we were yep. just handcuffed a little bit. Sure. Handcuffs are off. Boom. And the world's coming back. Boom. Gar's coming back. Yep. There you we know, go. He's, he's coming <laughs> and you're back coming back too. And we're coming back too. There you go. A-State women's basketball. Ready to get all these people out of low places and get them back in this arena. Boom. Let's do it. Together, we'll do it as a community. Uh, Coach Matt Daniel, Arkansas State women's basketball with us this morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was asking Coach uh, Daniel if he could donate $50,000 to me a minute ago. <laughs> see you. Hey, listen, since you're in the giving mood. Uh... <laughs> Why don't you give me 50 grand? <laughs> like, I'll take half. <laughs> anyway, so there's a story out. A 28-year-old woman in Florida wanted to get more followers on Instagram. And she decided the best way to get people to add her on Instagram was to go back to school. But we're not talking about college. She went to high school. Hang on. She's how old? 28. Okay. Her name's Audrey. She's in Miami Beach. Uh, She goes, uh, she works in sales at Carnival Cruise Lines. So like, I don't really get it, like what happened, where the disconnect was, but they say she showed up on Monday at a school, a high school in Florida. And she wanted to act like a student. She had a backpack on. She was carrying a skateboard and everything. Oh, my goodness. And somehow a security guard led her into the school thinking she was just a student who looked a little bit older. When she got in there, she was passing out flyers to the students that had her Instagram handle, her account on it. And when they realized that, they went to her and were like, hey, this isn't good. They called the cops and uh, you're not allowed to do that. Brandon, did you get an idea in your head? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to college. (laughs) I'm not going to try it at high school because we know so many of the people in the high schools, but I'm telling you, college, I'm in. I need more followers. Oh, my goodness. I do get jealous when I see, uh, and typically I think like social media is, um, especially for the likes, like if you're a pretty girl, you got it made. Like, I'm looking at people, I'm like, wait a minute, you don't even have a radio show and you have 800 <laughs> likes. Here he goes with likes. How did you get 800 likes? 
Well, like if I hit 100, I feel like I'm winning. This is what you need to do. You need to go back to college, join a fraternity. Yeah. Maybe in a it maybe even a sorority. Yeah. And you're going to get 400 likes every time you post something. At least. What would you think I would be good at as a sorority? Uh, I mean a fraternity. Oh, you'd win number 1. I mean I mean like which one should I pledge to be in? Here's what I'll do. Whichever one of you wants me as a part of your group, just message me. Oh. And then I will I will try out. I don't know. I will pledge. I don't know. Is that what it's I do? It's calling pledge? trying out. Just say I will rush. I will rush and respond. Yeah. Is that right? I don't no. know about responding, but no. just just say you'll rush. rush. I am rushing. Yes. I am rushing. No. No, I'm not. I'm You're not. Enough. No, I'm a quarter Japanese. That's right. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Would you say you're a good responder to emails? Yes. Pretty good? Mm-hmm. You have an automatic response or do you personally respond to everything? Personally. That's good. Uh, so I was looking through some stats on how quickly people respond to emails. And I want you to listen to the categories and tell me where you think I fall. Ooh. Okay. So the categories are in uh, within one hour. So there's one category. The other category is within a day or two. <laughs> the other category is a month or longer. So it's an hour. It's a day or two. It's a month or longer. Which one do you think? Is there a never option? That is not nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's the one to three days for you. Okay. That's probably about right. Uh-huh. Because like sometimes I just forget and we get so many. Mm-hmm. Stop emailing. Stop doing that. Yeah. Get off of my email. It's uh-huh. my private email. Okay. Stop emailing me in my private area. Okay. Mm. What? I should have some personal space. No, I, I yeah, consider my totally. email personal space, mm-hmm. even though it's a work account. Mm-hmm. Just decide if it's important for me to see it. Okay. And if it's not important, then don't send it to me. Send it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody else loves getting emails. I hate them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do know what you're saying. 14% of people are the people who respond within an hour. And like those people, like they're rock stars because that's kind of their deal. Don't put it off. Deal with it as soon as it hits you. That way you don't have to worry about it. That's the way I want to be legit, but I can never be there. Yeah. Like I just can't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just not my talent, not my skill, not mm-hmm. wired that way. Yeah. Don't care. I don't know. Uh, they say some people, uh, 47% of people, almost half the people will respond within a day or two. And then there's 3% of people who just never respond or take a month or longer. Yeah, that's typically you and my husband. So... That's how we get business done around here. Just don't respond. <laughs> but it's interesting because you yeah. would be, which one would you be? I'd probably be the one to three days. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where most people mm-hmm. fall. But man, to those of you who respond quickly as soon as you get it, because that's the way we should do it. Props to you today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A couple of trendy things going on today. News it's trending. Of course, the, the pipeline and the gas shortage on the East Coast. Still is a trending topic, even though I believe they have the pipeline back open, but people ran out of gas. Now they have to get the gas to all the stations, and people were lined Mm. up for miles, and people were filling up gas cans. There was one lady, there's a video out today, where a lady is trying to cut into line to get get in front of people, and there was a fist fight between a guy and a lady. Y'all. But the deal is, it's kind of like the toilet paper thing, where people, when they hear there's going to be a shortage, they all freak out. They go fill up. They fill up gas cans. And of course, it's going to run out. I know. Because those stations aren't meant to handle that much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we drive that. I we know. make that worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the stories trending. There's also a Chick-fil-A story trending where uh, we talked about this, like some of those packets of things that you would get, like condiments. Uh, There's a shortage on those because of the pandemic. More people who are going out for food or having food delivered. 
And now they're saying uh, Chick-fil-A in a number of places is going to limit the number of sauces you can get. So it's one sauce per entree, two sauces per meal, or three sauces per 30-count nuggets. I get it because my kids will go through the drive-thru and, you know, they'll be like, Kurt will be like, oh, I want seven Polynesian sauces. And I'm like, you do not need seven Polynesian sauces for 12 nuggets. What is that? Because I like the Chick-fil-A sauce, but I've never tried the Polynesian. It's my favorite, too. It's almost kind of like a sweet and sour type. Ooh. It's really good. Have you seen that they have those in retail stores, like the Chick-fil-A sauce? No. Yeah, Kai loves it. We bought a couple different bottles of it. It's like a, where you get barbecue yeah. or mustard or something like mm, that. Okay. Yeah, so that's out there. Uh, one of those stories, though, today is Chick-fil-A is is trying to work through that stuff. Chick-fil-A sauce. I mean, I don't care if you have grilled chicken that's not even very good. Yeah. And that Chick-fil-A sauce, mm-hmm. it is good stuff. Brandon, back through in the morning. So today on the show... We did this really in-depth personal feature with Coach Matt Daniel, yeah. the head coach of the A-State women's basketball team. Uh, and again, I wanted just to get to know him. Like, tell me why I should like you. Yeah. Even though I do. Right. But like, I wanted everybody to know, like, hey, what makes him tick? But it's so much more fun to follow a team and to get involved when you know that the person in charge, their heart's in the right place. They love the kids. They love the community. And here he is. He's from here. Yep. He's from the state of Arkansas. And I mean, he has a passion for these kids and for the program. I think that's awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. And it was, I think it's a good insight into a coach's brain too, because it's different. Like, you know, and how difficult is it to be a man coaching females and all the different stuff? We we tackle all yeah. these subjects. I don't know. I think probably a lot of the stuff that we ask might not be stuff that he would discuss most of the time in interviews. I right. Mean, yeah. You know, we're not sports interview people. Mm-hmm. We're, we don't do sports talk. We just talk to a guy who happened to have a job in sports. But we talked about life and family and kids and wives and just different stuff. So even if you don't like basketball, it's a great talk. Yeah, it makes you want him. You want to cheer for him. You want to cheer Coach Matt Daniel and his team. So anyway, that's going to be up on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The fourth season finale of Young Sheldon. Tonight's schedule includes Walker, Manifest, Legacies, Law and Order, SVU, Rebel, Clarice, and Law and Order, Organized Crime. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.